This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia Dean. Today is Thursday, December 23rd. Coming up, families are preparing to gather for the Christmas holiday as COVID-19 cases surge, but doctors say simple precautions can reduce the risk. If somebody's having symptoms, don't get together. Most of the transmission of COVID and other respiratory viruses occurs when people are symptomatic. We'll have tips for holiday gatherings. Plus, a local musician on finally getting to go on tour this year. But first, some headlines. Missouri's two largest counties cannot appeal a judge's ruling that largely stopped local health departments' ability to slow COVID-19. The Midwest Newsroom's Steve Vakrat has more. Cole County Judge Daniel Green ruled a month ago that local health departments cannot issue health orders. He said the job of making rules and enforcing laws belongs to elected officials, not appointed bureaucrats. So local health departments cannot do things like require masks indoors or limit capacity at public places or close businesses that don't follow health orders. It was a consequential decision, enough so that St. Louis and Jackson counties asked to intervene in the case so they could try and appeal the ruling. That's because of Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt, who could have filed an appeal, decided not to. The Cole County judge on Wednesday said that St. Louis and Jackson counties cannot get involved in the case. It's not clear yet whether the counties will appeal that decision, too. For the Midwest Newsroom, this is Steve Vakrat. The U.S. Justice Department says Missouri's new law barring enforcement of federal gun laws is a threat to public safety. KCUR's Dan Margulies reports. The DOJ filed a scorching brief in the case Tuesday with the Missouri Supreme Court, saying the law has already seriously impaired the federal government's ability to combat violent crime in Missouri. It said dozens of state and local agencies have felt compelled to withdraw from partnerships with federal law enforcement. The law, known as the Second Amendment Preservation Act, declares various federal gun laws invalid and penalizes state and local officials who try to enforce them. Jackson and St. Louis counties and the city of St. Louis challenged the law, but a Cole County judge declined to block it. They've appealed to the state Supreme Court, and the DOJ says the court should strike down the law because Missouri can't simply nullify federal laws under the mistaken belief the laws violate the Constitution. With the rise of a concerning new coronavirus variant and just over half of Missouri residents fully vaccinated, some families are trying to decide whether it's safe to gather for the Christmas holiday. St. Louis Public Radio's Shayla Farzan spoke with Washington University and St. Louis infectious disease specialist Dr. Stephen Lawrence about reducing the chances of getting sick. You know, there are a number of tried and true measures that are very effective at reducing risk for people coming together. And first and foremost is vaccine. If everybody's vaccinated, the risk of anybody getting seriously ill is extremely low, especially if if everybody who's eligible has been boosted recently. The other measures that we know work very well is masking. And I would say the, the next most important thing is that if somebody's having symptoms, don't get together. You know, most of the transmission of COVID and other respiratory viruses occurs when people are symptomatic. You mentioned getting vaccinated as one way that we can really cut down the risk. But obviously, there are a lot of people out there who aren't vaccinated. And there are some that aren't even eligible yet, like kids under five. When we're thinking about holiday gatherings, how would you navigate that? In a group that is 
completely fully vaccinated, um, there is certainly a little more reassurance that the likelihood of anybody becoming um, sick is going to be uh, much lower than a group that's mixed of some who are vaccinated and some who aren't, you know, either because they aren't eligible to be vaccinated yet or, uh, or if they're unvaccinated out of choice. You know, vaccination status is one thing to consider. Um, however, even those who are vaccinated, we do need to at least consider taking additional measures. And some of those measures then are uh, the space that you're going to be gathering in. Is there good ventilation that is achievable in that space? And the number of people who are in that space. You know, it just is a mathematical equation that the more people who are closer together, the increased risk that if one of them happened to have COVID, that it would pose a risk to the others of potentially getting COVID as well. What are your thoughts on at-home COVID test kits? I know these are kind of hard to get a hold of right now, but is it worth trying to track one of these down before you get together? The role where at-home testing might be most valuable is in a setting where, say, you are um, about ready to go leave to go visit um, relatives. And it's the morning of or the night before you're getting ready to leave. And one, if you have any symptoms whatsoever, doing an at-home test will have a not perfect, not great, but a reasonable chance of catching COVID if it is indeed COVID that's causing, because there are other things that cause some respiratory symptoms right now. There are other viruses that are circulating. I would say that would be the minimum that I would do uh, before visiting or hosting other people. You know, thinking a little bit about where we're headed, the Omicron variant seems to be more contagious, more likely to cause illness in vaccinated people. Are you worried that we could possibly see another big surge in cases come January? Well, I think historically we would expect to see even higher bumps after holiday get-togethers and um, travel, such that uh, we're all bracing uh, for the impact of you know, what's going to happen in January with the cases, especially if you look at the trajectory that we're on right now. We, as a region, hit our peak of um, and sort of worst case scenario about a year ago in November and December, where the numbers were so high that we were on the brink in many situations in, in several hospitals in the region where uh, there was uh, right up to the edge of what could be handled before there was no longer an ability to really provide effective care to all patients. And I do have some concern that, you know, if this trajectory continues, we really could be in a, in a bad place uh, in January. That was Dr. Stephen Lawrence of Washington University in St. Louis, speaking with St. Louis Public Radio's Shayla Farzan. Coming up, how the COVID-19 pandemic has changed the work of musicians. I'm Nomino Giadine. This is Kansas City Today. At UMB Private Wealth Management, a part of UMB Bank, your story is our focus. UMB works closely with you to tailor a plan that meets your goals through every stage of life and changing economic climates. UMB's customized financial planning services and resources help you accumulate, preserve, and protect wealth, giving you peace of mind about your future. UMB, everything we do starts with you, from our high-touch service to our robust suite of wealth management products.
This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia Dean. Today, we bring you another interview about how this year has treated a member of our community. Ryan Pope is a drummer for the band The Get Up Kids and owner of the bar The Bourgeois Pig in Lawrence. He joined me over Zoom to talk about going on tour this past summer and whether he expects to do it again next year. So can you tell me, how has the last year been for you? Um, it's been a lot of ups and a lot of downs. We were fortunate enough to get to go out and play, play some live music, play some shows, and had a great time doing that. But most of the touring that was supposed to happen all got pushed to next year. That's mainly due to you know, venues not really having much faith in people coming out and ticket sales have been down across the board. So that's been, it's been kind of, you know, hit or miss. Um, things at the, at the bar and the coffee shop actually have been pretty good. The last six months felt almost like normal. You were saying all your tour dates for this year, 2021, have been pushed to 2022? Yes. And in fact, one of those tours, which is in Central Europe in the UK, um, was supposed to happen in 2020. That got pushed to 2021. Now it's been pushed to 2022. And that's just kind of the way it is. And that's a lot of the big festivals have been keep getting pushed back. It feels a little bit like we're just just kind of waiting, just waiting around which can can be kind of frustrating. What does it feel like to hear that your tour has pushed been pushed back yet another time? Honestly, like we were not surprised at all. I was disappointed, but I I also completely understand why. It's kind of the mentality of, well, if you're if we're going to do this, let's make sure it it goes well and it's safe and as much bang for your buck. So, you know, disappointing, but uh, I understand. How has all of that affected musicians emotionally? Uh, not well. <laughs> I would say there's some, uh, I mean, across the board, I think that that's not just musicians, that the anxiety and stress and the unknown is probably been pretty, pretty hard on musicians. Um, I feel very fortunate that that's not my only job. That would be way more stressful for me if that were the situation. And I know you said that you had you had played some music this year. We got to we got to tour um, around the Midwest quite a bit. Um, we played a, a big festival in Birmingham, Alabama, but not nearly as much live music as we were hoping for. How did that feel? Was was the vibe different than previous shows or tours that you've done? Absolutely. Um, it, it was actually really exciting. You know, I heard it so many times, people saying, this is my first live concert since COVID. You know, we basically waited till everyone was vaccinated or at least had the opportunity to be vaccinated and the all the music venues were vaccine only so that gave people you know way more confidence to go get in a room or in a small club and um, everyone singing loudly without masks on 
So was there anything that was different about this year of the pandemic versus the last year? It was a lot different because even us as a band felt way more comfortable all getting in a room together and practicing. And I mean, before that, everyone was, you know, pretty terrified of, of everyone. They're like, well, what, what group, what's your friend group? Who have you talked to? Who have you been you know, spending your time with? Is someone sick in your family or your friends? So I think a lot of that initial anxiety has gone away. Again, I, I, I owe that to all of us getting vaccinated. And how has all of this affected you emotionally, if you don't mind me asking? You know, I feel like this past year's actually been harder for me than the previous year, the shutdown, because it felt a little bit like a vacation to me, which sounds maybe a little bratty, but um, it was kind of like a, a forced pause in life, you know? Um, this year, it's been more stressful trying just to keep the wheels turning and and still kind of in the unknown with all the variants and, and not and and having employees trying to keep everyone you know happy and everyone getting paid and so it's been it's been a little more stressful this past year so what's next for you um next for me is get through the year and we've got we've got a lot of shows currently scheduled for next year that I'm excited about that starts up in April and goes all the way all the way through um, let's see October a show in LA a show here then we're hopefully going to be in Europe for a big chunk of the summer um, which I'm really excited about I very much miss being overseas and I feel like that uh, the uh, that that's probably the thing I've missed the most since COVID hit. The um, inability to feel confident and comfortable just going or traveling overseas. So it seems like you're really looking forward to, to touring next year. I'm wondering, are you worried at all that that might get pushed back again or or that there Absolutely. might be some kind of other variant that'll come out that'll yeah. change everything? I, I am. And I think that's why it's important to to not get my hopes up too much because I know it could all just not happen. And that would be very, very upsetting. But, you know, what can you do? Thank you so much, Ryan. I really appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you. That was musician and bar owner Ryan Pope. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia dean This podcast was produced by Byron Love, Lisa Rodriguez, and Trevor Grandin, and edited by CJ Janovey. For more COVID coverage from Kansas City's NPR station, visit kcur.org. And as always, you can catch us live on the radio at 89.3 FM. If you like our show, please review us on your favorite podcast app. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you soon.